Canadian musicians are thriving, playing your local venues. But are you missing out? It's time to go Under the Radar with Daily. Hey, thank you so much for checking out Under the Radar. My name's Daily. We feature upcoming and independent Canadian bands and musicians every Friday on this program, unless I get really sick or busy and have to take a week off. Today's featured band, uh, I randomly came across their EP, randomly on Bandcamp, called Perfectly Competent, and listened to it like four times in a row. Really like these guys. Uh, we're going to get into an interview with talk show host out of Toronto, but before we do that, please, if you like the program, subscribe to us on iTunes. Helps the podcast stick out a little bit. If you want to get in contact with me, I'm on Twitter or you can find links at uh, Rock website to get in touch with me if you want your band featured on this program. I always love getting emails about that kind of stuff. And that's about it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, here's the interview with talk show host. No light from a giant star Never What are you? What are you? I've seen your time before But you probably shouldn't come around here anymore So every Under the Radar starts off like this. I find it gives a good vibe of the band. Tell me the kind of person that would not have fun at a talk show host show, and then the kind of person who would have a great time at one of your shows. The kind of person who would not have fun at a talk show host show. Um, so far, we've been lucky in that it's not been uh, a lot of the people who've been at a talk show host show. Uh, we play at uh, the bovine a lot and uh it's a 50 50 chance of the crowd there being into us because we're kind of on the popular spectrum of the punk rock world so depending on the night and who we're playing with uh sometimes when we're playing in front of a bunch of crust punks uh they kind of stare at us with their it's like this band's not hard enough yeah yeah and uh there's there's lots of singing and uh a little bit of crooning uh and so uh sometimes they just kind of get the, the spiked leather jackets with their arms crossed staring at us for a little bit and then they'll wander off but then uh, there's the people who uh the people who do have fun at a talk show host show are usually the guys that are in their like early 30s and uh we're going to uh shows in the 90s and uh, it's usually the older kids the older guys who have the most fun that we never get uh like the 18 year olds coming up to us but it's always like the guys who look like they're about 40 saying oh man yeah that was great reminds me of high school kind of thing which is great because that's what we're going for <laughs> that's awesome so tell us a bit about the band who's in it who does what and how you guys got started so there's uh there's three of us sean is a drummer uh he uh and i go back about 15 years now uh he's my oldest friend who i still talk to uh we went to school together he plays the guitar in uh another band called the most serene republic uh they're kind of an indie rock band so he's the the real musician in the band and then uh fab and i fab the bass player uh we played in a band a couple of years ago called hey mister which was more of a skate punk thing um and then when that ended we decided to start something new uh so we brought in sean to kind of balance out our punk rock instincts and we've been doing that now for about a year and a half oh cool okay so that's where the uh the bio on your band camp comes from eh? two uh recovering punks and an indie rocker walk into a bar yeah exactly <laughs> okay and the uh the band's based out of toronto which is easily like the 
biggest musical city in Canada. So I'm curious, as a band in Toronto, where all of the other bands in Canada are, what's it like trying to make some noise about your group? You could take all the other bands from across Canada, and there's still probably not as many bands as there are in Toronto. Yeah, it's real tough, actually. Um, we've So we've been... Uh, focused on this band for about a year and a half now and uh, we play at least a show a month sometimes two shows a month um, but there is just there's so much noise happening there's so many bands and kind of picked uh, a genre that uh, is already overpopulated uh, even if we weren't in the, the center of the music industry here so it's uh, it's been kind of slow going but we've kind of tried to focus on uh, with our two EPs that we put out, just having the catchiest songs, have everything sound big, and we've gotten some recognition that way. But um, I think until we kind of go on the road, which we've got uh, in the works for next year, a bit of a Euro tour, hopefully this year we're going to do a little bit of a Southern Ontario thing, but uh, it's uh, it's definitely not easy. No, there's just so much going on, right? Yeah, exactly. You got a lot of bands now coming out of Toronto, like the Dirty Nail, Flatliners, Pop and Everything Who Are, bringing a spotlight back to that. So there is an audience for it. Um, it's just, you know, getting the ears to stuff they haven't heard about uh, is kind of tough. People will pay the 30 bucks to go see Pup sell out uh, the, the Phoenix or whatever, but getting someone to come to a free show at the Horseshoe on a Tuesday night is... Uh, is much more difficult for some reason. <laughs> That's weird. They always say you're you won't be loved in your hometown until you're loved elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> until 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 that one person is like, oh yeah, no, they're cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, my friend in Vancouver saw this band from Toronto in my backyard. I should go see them. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I saw you guys were featured in Exclaim, and it says you exhausted your funds on your first EP, and for your second EP, Perfectly Competent, you recorded it in your living room in Jam Spaces. And the production, I got to say, it might even be better than the first one. Did you guys just realize, hey, we could do this on our own? Yeah, it was uh, It was, It was. was a combination of things that like we, we spent a lot of money on that first one. I mean, not not a lot of money. It was a couple of days in the studio and then a day or two of mixing. Um, and it, it turned out well, but the process was kind of protracted. And um, Sean has a lot of uh, experience recording stuff. And um, originally, I mean, we weren't expecting it, I don't think, to, to sound as, as big and full as it did, but uh, a lot of that was due to the guy who mixed it. Uh, a guy named Olive, who lives over in France. He's actually a friend of Fab's. And uh, he had mixed our last band's record uh, and totally saved it. Um, that was one that we had recorded in the garage, and uh, the drums were just uh, a mess. And once we <laughs> uh, got that one back from him and heard that he'd turned it into uh, a no-effects record, it was like, okay, this is our guy. So um, we knew... That kind of as long as we got a bass sound out of out of the jam space, he would uh, he'd be able to elevate it. And so we were uh, driving to Puta. We recorded it a couple weekends before, uh, and he was sending us mixes as we were in the car on our way to Montreal. And we were just like blown away. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if talk show hosts could share the stage with one other band, any band, who would it be? I'm sure uh, the three of us would all have 
different answers. Uh, mine would be Green Day. I mean, that's basically the bands that I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if uh, I mean, and that's that's obviously a, a ridiculous. Uh, lofty goal to set in the uh, attainable sense I mean I'd love to I'd love to open for pop uh, they're one of my current favorites yeah their new album is unreal it took me a few listens to get into it at first actually um, but then it kind of clicked a couple weeks later and I was like oh my god I'm so envious <laughs> I can't get over that guy's voice he's got such a unique voice for punk rock yeah it's awesome yeah. but I was uh, I was expecting you to say Weezer judging by your Facebook page you guys really seem to dig Weezer <laughs> Yeah, we we did a, a Weezer cover set a couple of weeks ago, so yeah, we kind of oh, we, okay. we went all out for that. Uh, <laughs> Weezer would also be great, um, but I don't think uh, the general crowd that goes to a Weezer show would be super into us. We've got the Weezer influence, but uh, I'm a punk rocker at heart, so that's always going to come through. We're going to be faster and louder, and uh, and I feel like that wouldn't go over so well. Green Day, I'm sure we could get away with it. Yeah, you, you could fit in pretty easily to that crowd. But uh, thank yeah. you so much for coming on this program, Chris. We usually end it off with one of your songs, so what would you like people listening to hear? I think the, the lead-off track, I Don't Want to Go to the Library, uh, is my favorite. That's what seems to get people pumped up to listen to the rest of it. So, Can you tell us a bit about the song before you go? Yeah, that was... Uh, that was uh, our our obvious choice for an opener, uh, the lyrics, like pretty much everything I write, start off about being about one thing, and then eventually by the end it's about something completely different that maybe I'm not even quite sure what it's about. Uh, so it's technically a breakup song, but I don't think it really sounds like it anymore. Um, but it's uh, super fun to play. We always start off our shows with that one.